Podcasting from the Museum of Broadcast Communications. Back to you is up next, but first, take a listen to this other fine Opie show. You think it's rough being a manager or coach in professional sports leagues in America? The Premier League season's only a few weeks old, and already one manager has been fired. Watford sacked their coach. On this week's Free Kicks, we try to figure out which coach is next. My money is on the baby-faced assassin. <laughs> Free Kicks with Adam and Rick is a Tony Lozano podcast, an Opie show. On the Radio Misfits podcast network. The following is a Tony Lozano podcast and Opie production on the Radio Misfits podcast network. This is back to you with Howard Sudbury and Steve Baskerville. Uh, thank you for listening once again. And Steve's got a, a sheet of paper over there with something written on it, and he would not reveal what no, it it's is. Just, uh, it, it's notes for this show. No, see, when I'm doing this show with you. Yes, so-called uh, show. This so-called <laughs> show. I write things down because you know, right off the bat, you're subject to say something that was not planned, right? was not uh, in my thoughts at all, and uh, I get distracted and you go off onto some tangent. Yes. It's like one of those Chris Tucker movies where he said to the guy, he said, can you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? And the guy says to him, nobody can understand the words that are coming out of your mouth. So it feels a little bit like that. That's the way it usually is. And so, for the second time in a row, shirt and tie. I'm very impressed, Yes. Man. Well, I was somewhere where I needed to wear a shirt and tie. Well, you're, well, and I liked it. How's it look? Twice in your life you've been somewhere where you <laughs> needed to wear. No, it looks great. It looks very official. It feels uh, very um, host-like. And because I wore one the last podcast we taped, you dressed up a little more today than you usually do. Well, right? I, you know, and then, and then I dressed Did I make because, you feel bad? No, no. It, yeah. really didn't have anything to do with you. When we have guests... <laughs> it never have, does. No, when we have guests that are here yes. and, and you want to make a good impression yes. because uh, perhaps a first glance is first... Your first impression is the one that lasts a long time. You buy into that? Yeah. You do. You only have one chance to make a first impression. Sure. The old saying. So my white shirt, but my shirt tail is out. I don't know what impression that's going to be. Well, you know, people don't tuck shirts in anymore unless you're really old. They don't? Yeah. I don't. They don't. Sam, do do you tuck your shirts in? I always tuck my shirt in. You do? Oh, yeah. Well, that blows that theory. Really? Yeah, well, if I got it, I have a suit on, so I tuck yeah. it in. But if I'm wearing jeans, I don't tuck a shirt. Oh in. yeah, no, the young guys have the shirts. Yeah, yeah. Leave it out. Yeah. Thanks, Kathy. For no hair. The young guys. No hair. Yes, yeah. exactly. That's uh, <laughs> Kathy Moran, and we're gonna we're gonna bring her in for a second after I find out. And Kathy's Kathy, part, Kathy's exactly. part of the reason why I dressed up a little more good than I would good. stagger in uh, because I want to find out what's on your sheet. But uh, you know, I was. Uh, reading an article recently about class reunions, high school class reunions. Yes. And, you know, you have a f- like a five-year, 10-year, 15, yeah. I don't know how many, when they stop them yeah. eventually. But um, do you think that, I A, I've been to five of them, B, three of them, or C, none of them? Beautiful. And then I'm, I'm going to ask you the same thing about me. Okay. Okay? Easy. You know what I'm going to say? You have been to none of them. Exactly. <laughs> that was so easy for you. <laughs> I Now, what about me? <clears throat> uh, the same numbers? Yeah. What were the numbers again? More than five? Five, three, or and none. none. Okay. I'm going to say that you have been to three. At least. At least. Now, I'll tell you how so much... How so much? That's a different way of phrasing, isn't it? Yeah, well, it's not English. No, it's, it's not at all. And I say you were the one with the problem, right? <laughs> I'll tell you how so much I've done it. I uh, Very first reunion, high school reunion, I was one of the people, the significant reunion. I was one of the guys that was on the planning committee. Oh. I was the one chipping in money to help reserve the hotel room. Uh-huh. I was, what kind of entertainment? I was all into it, and I couldn't go. Couldn't go after all of that because something came up. You know what the something was? I got this new job opportunity in Chicago, oh. mm-hmm. and maybe I'll be there. I can't make it. I certainly can't make it because I'm, it was starting there the night of the reunion. I, I, I don't want to blow this job opportunity. Yeah. And so 
each year for 35 years I've been saying that. <laughs> yeah. That Chicago thing worked out pretty, pretty right. nice, you know. Yeah. Uh, no, I have uh, been to several reunions. I'll tell you something that relates to that, okay? You got a minute? I got a minute. I know you're busy, man, with your shirt and tie on, but you got a minute? I have time. Okay. Yeah, go. Um, you made me think of this. This is how connected that I stay with people. I mean, in, yes. I stay connected uh-huh. to folks. You made me think of a guy named Bannister and a guy named Burden. Bannister, Baskerville, and Burden sounds like a law firm. It does. It? Yeah, bad it does. Have you been frauded, Gog? <laughs> but we, we sat behind each other in a row, seventh grade, eighth grade, ninth grade. Now, this was homeroom. Then you go off and you have your other classes and courses, but we started our day connected from seventh grade all the way through high school. College, Bannister goes to the same college I go to, is in a fraternal organization I'm in. Burden, I kept, in, uh, we became friends other than classmates. Mm-hmm. I just got an email last week from Bannister. Burden, I keep in touch with infrequently, but we keep in touch. But see, here's but the thing. That's, I mean, I'm constantly in touch one way or the other. I stayed connected for some reason with people. I, like, I'm more likely to go to a work reunion than you would. Right. I don't go to any reunions. Now, what is it that makes you not want to do that? Uh, I'd rather go home uh, and, and watch, watch my shows, yeah. my TV shows. I'm yeah. binge-watching show. I'm really excited right now. What, Goliath, do you, what are you binge-watching? Goliath is coming back. It's on Billy Bob Thornton. It's on yeah. Amazon Prime. Uh, I'm watching Narcos. I love Narcos. I'm watching the heck out of that. So I watch those. So I'd, after I work, I'd rather go home. I get tired of talking. You so, can't go so home you, on reunion night. Now, what's sure. going to happen? What's going to happen 20 years from now when, when Kathy be, and I'm I not, and Sam and we all get together for the reunion? The back to you reunion. The back to you reunion. <laughs> <laughs> the back to you reunion. Would you come, Sam? Of course I would. The, the back to you Kathy, yes. Kathy's been here, what, 25, 20 minutes. Would you come to that? Absolutely. Yeah, would you show up? Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. Uh, you, won't, you won't have my number then. But, you know, here, one last thing on reunions. You know, when you go, I think you look, you know, I've known you for 40 years. I think you look really good. I think you look really good. And oh, I think wow. I look okay. You mean, you mean for your age? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> oh, wow. No, oh. no. I, <laughs> no. Oh, man. No, yes, you don't, look crazy. No. Kathy, you, you are not coming to the reunion. You have to You are not going to be at the reunion. You look really good for your age. <laughs> yes. Kathy. So, I think wait, that. No, hold tight. But when you get, hold tight. Uh, hold but, tight for uh, a second. No. <laughs> what does Kathy mean? Because, Kathy, I know you, you are. I haven't seen you guys in years. Yes. Like, you were like, what, like 30 when I last saw you? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, I want to talk about reunions very quickly. Yeah. I planned my grade school mm-hmm. reunion. Do you know how fun that was? I'm sure. There yeah. were so many people I hadn't seen in yes. years, and we didn't really even know each I other. You couldn't recognize that. each other. Oh, you couldn't because no, sometimes no change. So, did you wear little pictures on? No, the, we didn't, you didn't do, do that. that. You feel you should have. We wanted maybe? to make it fun. Oh, you wanted to make. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> see, Steve, well, my point was when you go, like we Man. we think we look pretty good for your for, for your age. age. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, and then <laughs> Never gonna and then you that. look at the other person that yeah. you went to school with, and you're like, oh my. God, do I look like that? And they're thinking the same thing about you. They're thinking, wow, the years have not been good to Steve. Let me tell you. What what happened in his life to make him look like that? You know what you just Am I getting too loud, Sam? I saw you recoil there. I'm over. Oh, he's fine. Sam's like, why are you looking at my every move? Why why are you screaming into that mic? No, Sam said, continue. He's over here turning the board down. As long as this isn't live. As long as this uh, right? isn't being recorded, this isn't right? live. That's right. you know one part, right? Yeah. I'm gonna while, while we're discussing this, I'm gonna formally <laughs> introduce Kathy Moran, who is a travel specialist, but she was also a psych 
psychology major. So she has already analyzed us. Yeah, but now see, Kathy, he did it again. I was going to make a point, and now he's distracted me from what we were talking about. I think it's very important to introduce you, of course. About? I don't remember now. You brought up, uh, we were talking about the reunion. Yes. And uh, we got cut off at a point after the grade school reunion for Kathy. I Chris Tuckered you. You Chris Tuckered me. Um, <laughs> There's no more to talk no, about. No, 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 no. But for, for, for the what you look like. Now, like for instance, I'll 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 look at myself in the mirror and I'll go, yeah, man, I'm looking wow. I'm, I'm <laughs> I love me some me today. Yeah, you know what? I look at the mirror, and then maybe within the, an hour or two, somebody will take a picture for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. I'll look at the picture and yeah, I'll go, no. I can't be walking around looking like that. <laughs> yeah, anymore. right. And I've had that too. Why oh, does the mirror lie? Awful. But I don't. The camera know. does not. You are right. Well, the camera lies too. <laughs> the, well, the, the, the moving pictures lie. Yeah. Uh, but but we, what is it? I don't yeah. know what that is, but it depresses me in ways that I wasn't depressed before. Right. Thinking well, that I can I'm see looking. that. I think my life probably is like that movie Shallow Hal, uh. where I'm thinking, man, I am cool looking, but the reality <laughs> is I look disastrous. <laughs> Uh, 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 no, no but you look actually, you look good for your age. <laughs> <laughs> There's no question in my mind. How old is he now? 80 what? Um, yeah, I, um, I'm often, I'm one of those people that all this time, Kathy, on TV doing what we did for a living, mm-hmm. well, if you really wanted to depress me or give me anxiety, it was to show me a tape with me on it doing a, in a newscast. I never like to see myself really? because I always felt uh, I I didn't look like I wanted to look. Were you one of those people that would race and look at your I never performance? Looked, never looked, never yeah. wanted to see it. No, right. no. For Je- that reason? Jeannie, yeah, that's Jeannie Morris uh, that we worked with was yeah. one, uh, maybe the first female sportscaster in the country on any TV station. So we worked with her for a couple of years in the 80s, and she yeah. said to me at the time, she said, "You know, one of the if you work for a long, long time on TV, one of the worst things in the world is to watch yourself age over the years on television, oh, and it's documented." Yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, well, thank you. I'd, li- I'd like to say. <laughs> no, not no. I'm saying in general, you would, but you're aging gracefully. So <laughs> she keeps coming back to that. I know I'm aging gracefully. I don't know about well, the man with the we tie. We're aging all there. the time, right? We can't yeah. help it. So, but see, Kathy, you mentioned before we started everything yes that we were talking about first impressions of people and yeah. what i'm thinking like i looked at howard and i'm saying who with that guy if he walked into my office and i was a travel agent or someone uh, thinking about planning what might appeal to him mm-hmm. he looks awful formal today he, with his shirt and tie on he walked in i would think this man wants to do formal things you would make that impression but you don't but you didn't get that impression no, no. but he might be now that i'm hearing him <laughs> No, only send him to seminars and uh, reunions. Yeah, (laughs) right. And I don't go. And you don't. He won't show up. So Kathy Moran is a travel (laughs) specialist. Is that advisor? Advisor. I'd like to think Uh, of myself. Before we get into that, and you have some interesting stories about we, Steve and I love to travel, and I think everybody does. Uh, You said, being a psychology major, that you had already. Listen to some of our podcasts. We won't let that go. Nice. Kathy, we not and, letting that go. I know, and you had, you had already analyzed us. Could, could you give us a little snippet of what well, I wanted, wrong I, with... There's, oh, nothing wrong at all. I just, when I got invited to come on, I kind of wanted to understand what the gig was. Yes, as I, I am still trying to understand <laughs> what this gig is. <laughs> and, you know, I listened to the podcast where you interviewed each other. Oh, my God. Goodness. Yes. How did you like that one? It was good. It was funny. Thank you. I it mean, was my I, idea, and he didn't want to do it. I, I admire people who can just talk and just talk about whatever mm-hmm. and just spend an hour doing it. Yes. And it's interesting. So, see, I didn't turn it off. I but see, see? I'm still. He didn't turn scene. it on. I didn't. I didn't listen to that. Oh, you didn't. No. Well, I mean, you were there. I was there. <laughs> sort of. I was sort of there. Yes. Anyway, uh, the uh, analysis. The analysis yes, of both of, of you? Yes. Just, and then we'll talk about travel. Well, I, I think you're... I put you on the spot at all, Kathy. <laughs> and I think I, your compliments. 
which is kind of is good. Like in a marriage, in a marriage, you need a compliment. There's so many ways we're alike, but there's so many ways we are not alike. Right, but it's important on something like this that you know you have the yin and the yang. You can't all be. You can't be the same person. And just really interesting, even though you were saying not a lot. You know? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> no, well, there's there's a better. No, just keep talking. No, this is great. There's a. You look good for your age, and you have a great podcast, even though you don't say a lot. Right, I'm no, kind of getting beat up here. I know what you're talking oh, about. I'm I just do. Kidding. I know. What you're I know. I, you know, I'm you you don't know kidding. me. I I no. I I think there's a beauty to that, though, really. And I'm serious. I appreciate that. Yeah, just hit, just nice. talking. We no. don't do that anymore. No, we don't. Talking no. without a purpose. It's always right. a reason. And. I told my husband, honest to gosh, I said, at night, we have to just listen to some of these podcasts because it, it's light and it's what we need to do, moving away from, you know, the difficulty of life. I, th- I really think that's the reason why I come every week to, to do this show, yeah. because mm-hmm. uh, it, it's fun. You're with people that you enjoy being with. And you learn something about every week. I learn something about him, and I've known him forty years. Yeah, that's good. And the ease with which you have started talking to us—I mean, I hope you feel comfortable in this setting. I do. So, uh, with all that said, I think this is the end. Did you? <laughs> this is we're, the we're end. going nowhere but <laughs> down from here. This has been wonderful. So it has far. been wonderful, but on. The travel aspect of it, travel advisor, okay. is 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 what you are. I am. Uh, how did you How did you start? How did you get into that? That's actually a really good question. I have seven brothers and sisters. Come from a very big family. Grew up in Lyle, so you know, I'm a, I'm a Chicago suburban girl. Mm-hmm. Um, the first time. And this is honest to gosh truth. The first time I was on a plane, my family with nine people, we just didn't have the ability to travel. So I didn't get it from my family. First time on a plane, 1979. Does that that ring a bell? Yeah. What? Um, The American Airlines? No. Crash? It it has to do with sports, so you you should know. Chicago sports. 1979. Well, it had to be the Cubs involved in something? No, but, no. but it was a Chicago it was team. The Bears made the playoffs? No, college. College. Illinois. No. No. All right. DePaul. Oh, DePaul went to the Final Four. I was a cheerleader. Oh, oh really? Great. That, so I was on a plane for the first yes. time. And how this correlates is because I just didn't travel. Yeah. And the first time on a plane going to the Final Four. Now, where were you going? Uh, Salt Lake City. Mm-hmm. So you had Mark Aguirre, you had Larry Bird, you had Magic Johnson, mm. all in that final four, right. which is pretty amazing. Yes. And then I didn't know it back then, obviously. But, you know, I, first time on a plane, I was like, you know, I really like this travel thing. And you're going to a place that looks nothing like where you grew up. Absolutely. I mean, Salt Lake, I have not been to Salt Lake. I know from what I've seen on TV or movies about it, or it, it looks like a place I'd like to see. I mean, I like the idea of mountains and right. the distance. I like uh, the whole sense of the West that I haven't explored as much. And there you are as a 19-year-old. You get off the plane and you're in this, I don't want to say strange land, but you're in some, It is strange. I'd never been right? really out of Illinois, you know. So, so did that sort of spark things? Mm-hmm. I'm sure it did. I'm sure it did. And also, I, I thought about this, you know, and I, as a child, I read, and I still do. And books are my best friend. And so when you are reading, you are imagining and you're seeing things that you would not normally see in life because you're, you're opening yourself up to things. And so when I read um, that opened my world and um, I knew one day travel was going to be a part of me, I didn't even know what. Yeah. You're too young to even understand all these things. Um, but So but yeah. then how long was it before you decided to turn it into a business. Right, good. So I have children, and uh, I have a 30-year-old, 28-year-old. And as I told you, Howard, I was a full-time mom. My husband, you know, traveled, gone a lot. So I was full-time mom and finally realized as they were going into high school and college, gosh, I want to do something, you know, now with my time. Mm -hmm. And I knew I always loved travel. 
and just kind of dabbled in it. And in 2007, I just said, I'm going to start a business. I'm just going to start my own travel business with, with passion and um, some resolve and a little bit of travel. Not a lot of travel, but I, but I, but I kind of set my sights on that. Did you start w- with just this country? I'm going to focus here. Or were you just, I'm going to go as far as my mind wants to take me and as far as people think they want to go. Yeah, I know I was interested in international. Yeah. And because that has always really intrigued me. Exotic locations really intrigue me. And so if you if you have a passion and you're willing to work really really hard and you have the time to do it, then you'll do well. And and again the psychology, we might laugh at that, but every day I use that with clients trying to figure out, you know, where they want to go and how they want to do it. It's a big, big part of what I do. So what are some of the more popular exotic trips right now that would come to mind? Right. I mean, it falls into really, you know, several different buckets. But I would have to say that, uh, again, as we've talked about, Africa is Mm -hmm. is a really hot destination right now Mm -hmm. simply because it's it's pretty safe, you know, in terms of what it's been in the past. And... um, there, there's so many. I, I know people have been on 10 safaris because there are different types of experiences. So you don't go once. It's not a one and done. So now that, have you have you been? I, I, just, I was telling Howard, I just got back the tw- from the 24th of September. We took a group of seven couples to East Africa. And what was so interesting about that is that some people were petrified. You know, so I had to deal with all of that while we were on safari. And I saw them throughout the whole two weeks change because they they understood safari and they felt comfortable. And, um, you know, it was a fantastic experience. Well, how would you feel about this, Steve? She showed me a video before we started rolling of, well, describe it. If you would, Kathy. Okay, so we went to Kenya and Tanzania and saw thousands and thousands of animals. And the thing about these animals, and Howard, we talked a little bit about this, is that they're not interested in you, all right? So once you get beyond the fact that, you know, it's not about you, it's about other things, then you're not afraid of the animals. And so... Now, how far are you from from the actual animal? Sometimes you're like you and me. Yeah. And other times, you know, it's it's in the distance. But um, what kind of animal would that be? Lion. You got to be kidding! Me. I got I got I got photos right here. Yeah. You're, you're that close as you are to Steve to a lion. Well, the lion may be you and me. Well, we're six feet. I know. I know, but it's not interested in me, and it's not interested in me at all. But see, my luck, it would be interested in me that day. No. That's why I can't go. Well, if you came dressed like that, he would be. <laughs> well, you no. would you would stand out. Yes. You know, you have to have really muted colors. Just like that tiger that night got tired of Roy or whatever on the show. <laughs> I'm not making light of his injuries, but uh, right. they, you don't know what they're thinking. Th- that one just decided, I'm not doing this show tonight. But you yeah. mean this group of people that close to the lion, and that was only one little episode. There were there were lots of other animals. Too. There, there's in East Africa right now. It's the migration, and, and they're migrating, and so you'll have thousands of animals mm-hmm. migrating. Now they're not all coming up to your vehicle to see you. They don't care about me. But yeah, we were at one point. The vehicle was right in the middle of the migration. I mean, they're just you know. Moving around our vehicle. I love to watch those shows on National Geographic. But mm-hmm. but uh, how would you feel, Steve? Is that would you feel comfortable? Yeah. Look, anything without a leash on it <laughs> is going to make me a little and and queasy. I I totally queasy. get that. Yeah. So in 2016, I went on my first safari in South Africa. Mm-hmm. Went with my kids, and I honestly I was petrified. But I wanted to go because they wanted to go, and I'm that kind of mom. I'm going to do it for my kids. Mm -hmm. I was petrified because I, you know, these are wild animals, as you're saying. Yeah. 
And really, all right, so we get in the vehicle, and pretty much when you see photos of me in 2016 on safari, I was like this, and faced my fear. Fast forward several years now, and I, I totally got it. I finally, I, I got it, that this is not a fearful thing. In fact, it, it's, it's beautiful. It's majestic. It's beautiful. But it takes time to get to that point. Yeah. I'm but, not saying you just walk in and you're sure. fine with it. And then you're going to these places, too. And that's, that's only a part of what you experience, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, the culture, the history, the, uh, every, so all these other aspects of being in Africa. It was a total experience. Yeah. We met the Maasai tribe. We got invited in to meet the chief. I have his walking stick, actually. They sang to us. We gave the, the little children presents. We, we went to a church. We, we got introduced. We actually spoke to the congregation. I mean, they, they welcomed really us. Special. Open yeah. arms welcomed us. It was uh-huh. just, and the people I brought, the six other couples, it was such a highlight. Now, now, also, I mean, this is one kind of trip you could take to Africa. You could also not experience that, but still get a wonderful trip out of it. So many different things you could do. Even a more, you know, lifestyle that you're accustomed to walking around. I mean, I, uh, I was looking at some video from Ghana, and one of the, I think it's Accra is the capital, and <clears throat> one of the hotels there. I noticed, hey, that's a hotel that I stayed in Amsterdam, which was, uh, uh, you know, you look at it, you go, there are parts of uh, the world that are connected. It's so true. That you don't realize. It's very, very true. So much commonality. Yeah. Yeah. The thing about travel to me is that, yeah, you're going all over the world, potentially, Mm -hmm. but you bring it back. Mm-hmm. And it all comes back to you. And, and it a, does change your life. Yes. And the one thing I will say about travel that I have learned, and it's taken many years to learn this. In fact, I went to Tanzania in September. That was my 100th mm-hmm. country. Mm, that yeah. was my, they actually wow. had a banner. Kathy's 100th country. But so what I, my point is that what you learn over these experiences is that the world for the most part, is a safe and beautiful place. It really is. People are welcoming. People, for the most part, love Americans. Um, I've told people this, and I think there's some truth to it. I feel safer out there than I do sometimes in downtown Chicago. You know, I, I feel like some of these other areas, I have no problem. I would never go out at night anywhere. I mean, I'm not that kind of person. I'm very careful with what I do. But I, I totally cannot even remember a time when I felt unsafe in all my travels. I can't. I really can't. Now, when you're getting people prepared to travel wherever that might be out of the country, are there things you, you say you've got to keep this in mind or, or these are the five things you have to do to prepare for a trip like that? If you're just coming cold, my fantasy is to go mm-hmm. to this location. Are most people prepared mm-hmm. They're not, are they? They're really not. And and that leads right in, thank you, to why you need a travel advisor. There's so much you can do online, and that's totally fine. I mean, there's a lot you should book online. But, but the reason I have taken my business to a point of some of these destinations that are really very difficult to navigate is for that reason, is because they need an advisor who's going to be able to fill them in on all the things they need to understand, starting with the very basic of your passport. So many people don't understand that your passport needs to be valid six months beyond your return. Hmm. Not beyond your return. Beyond your return. Oh. Not, not from when you return. And that I pe- did not know I didn't that. that either. People don't, and that's scary because you will go to the counter and check in, and they will say, and they "Keep you." They they will get fined. American will get fined. American Airlines will get fined fifty thousand dollars if they let you on their plane. So where do you go? You're going to have to go to downtown Chicago, probably miss a day or two of your of your trip, yeah. and get a valid passport. You mean they won't let you fly? What if you 
what if you get to the destination and you're in Tanzania and they see that your passport is not six months past the expiration date? They're harder over there than they are here. So you're locked up abroad? I, I don't know exactly what would happen, but but what I don't, I, you, I don't want to know. What, you I, tell what, us, what, what I'm going to say to you is, you probably won't be able to get on the flight, though. They American Airlines will get fined hmm. if they let you on that flight, so they just won't let you on you, the flight. You could also tell what he binge watches locked up abroad. Have you ever seen it? No, but I can imagine <laughs> it would be scary. It's scary to watch. It's scary. I it's, would, it, they put you. I mean, you, you would never put yourself in this kind of position that they do on the show, but. You know, there are horror stories where people make silly mistakes. But that gets back to your point, Kathy. A lot of people see things like this or in others, and they're afraid to travel. And that's really sad. Yeah. You're afraid of what might happen because you've seen it in a TV show. Yeah. And I, and I really have a hard time. I can't, I can't talk to people when their minds are that way and made up. And I don't really want to talk them out of something. You know, if they're fearful or, you know, that's, that's it. But so what I've done, my husband and I have started a component of our travel business, which is called Bucket List Travel. And that we go places where people will not go on their own. They want to go, but they're just not comfortable going. So we'll take six, seven, eight, or ten couples to these destinations. Because we want people to experience things, but they just don't feel comfortable going by themselves. Do you find most people know where they want to go? Do do some folks show up and say, Kathy, I want to explore. I want to go. I I just don't know where. Mm -hmm. what's best for me. Mm -hmm. Uh, Are there a lot of cases like that? No, no, no. People really don't know. They don't know. And so what, what we haven't talked about is that I'm a member of Virtuoso, and they're, um, they represent like the best hotels, cruise lines, destination companies all over the world. And so I'm part of that network. And what Virtuoso has just come out with, which is very exciting, and you have to be certified to do this. I'm going through the process. But they have a platform and it has 160 destinations with videos. You are looking at all the videos, determining, do I want to go there? What are my mm-hmm. interests? Then it rates it according to your interests, what you like to do. And it marries that information with top picks. And th- That's so, very cool. And then the cool part about, the coolest part about yeah. this, I think, is that everybody in your family does this. All your travel companions do this, and then I pull together everybody's data, and then I know where you should take your family of six because of all of the interests and all of the answers. That's cool. Well, we'll pick up on that. We're visiting with Kathy Moran, who is a travel advisor, Howard Sudbury and Steve Baskerville. On Back to You, and we will be right back. On this week's And Friends, Tommy, what happens? Well, first of all, we get banned from China. And Kimmy learns a little bit about the male anatomy. And I learned the story of why you, Samuel, got lost in Gary, Indiana. And we insult Indiana. (laughs) And many other states. All of that on this week's episode of And Friends on RadioMisfits.com. Coming up on the next episode of the Car Guys Report, Informed Automotive, it's Swedish car culture, plus another Swedish automotive first that is very significant. I'm Mark Vernon. Join me and Luke Hostable for these stories and more on the Car Guys Report, a Tony Lasano podcast, an OPI production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. And we are back. This is Back to You with Howard Sudbury and Steve Baskerville. I love that every time I hear it. Well, that sounds great, doesn't it? It does. It's professional. We've got to get the billing right, but it was terrific. <laughs> oh, well, you, you need a new agent, I can tell you that. So you think a guy who's afraid of going in the backyard after dark because a skunk could be there might be able to go on a safari? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if there's any hope. I don't know if there's hope. Uh, this is uh, Kathy Moran, who's a travel advisor, and Steve, yeah, go, go ahead and pick up on your skunk story. No, I, I, I refuse to go outside because I, I've seen too many skunks. Just They're And they know it, too. One will look at yeah, me and say, I don't like skunks get either. Get back in. Yeah, I can't. They're and just mean. They're just mean, yeah. and but they're not picking up with what you were saying. They're, they're not, not really interested in me. 
don't my, No. Yeah. My fear actually is that I'll ease up on one and scare them by mistake, and boom, the tail goes up, and <laughs> I'm in trouble. And then you have to take a bath in tomato juice. <laughs> we did That's... that for a dog, and you know what the dog, our dog smelled like? Uh, a sweet-smelling skunked dog. <laughs> that, that whole tomato can thing uh, isn't the remedy I thought it would be. But that's what they say. You get tomato juice and you pour it on the... Right. Have you done yeah. that before? Yeah. You, yeah. We had a dog. Did it that, work? Uh, not much. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was better than just the skunk <laughs> dog, but it was... I I have my... You know, I'm it smelled like how, a bad Bloody Mary. Now, since we have our uh, travel uh, age, uh, advisor here an expert on travel. I was jotting down things yesterday. Kathy, this is a little bit like my mind works. And forgive me when I, when I write these. I, one thing I did jot down was passports and other credentials. Oh, okay, good. But you know what I have as my first item? What? Boxcar Willie. <laughs> Which, remember Boxcar Willie? He would go across. <laughs> he was a guy that played banjo. He was a singer? At, no, yeah. he would go. He would hitchhike across the country on boxcars. Oh. And I put that down because I figured that's the way Howard would kind of travel. <laughs> 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 he would hop freight trains. Yeah. Hop freight trains and go from one place to the other. Except I don't play the banjo. <laughs> Except <laughs> they'd throw me off. We got the other part right. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but there are... Uh, one of the other things, I don't know whether this is a part of what, do you ever encourage folks to stay with other people in other countries as opposed to hotels? Or like the Airbnb, yeah. not stay with them, but those Airbnbs or yeah. home I mean, away things? Or There's definitely a part of travel for that, Yeah, you know, because I know a lot of people take advantage of it. But, you know, that's not really my, you know, my business. Right. But, see, what I have to do and my reputation is built upon this, is I have to vet what I mm -hmm. tell my clients sure. about. And a lot of that I can't really vet. Sure. So, but, uh, but I know it's a huge part of the travel industry now. Because I don't know whether you can put a lot of stock in what you reviews online. I don't know if you could trust yeah, that that's a That's a piece of the puzzle I tell people. You know, like I said, with Virtuoso that I'm affiliated with, they have like um, 1,800 hotels that they vet. They have people go out. And so I, I talk to my clients with confidence about whatever, you know, they're telling me. And, and, and the, you know, TripAdvisor is, is good as a piece of it. You can't, because, you know, you read one excellent review and then one terrible review on the same property. Yeah. You don't understand how that could possibly be. Um, so, you, you know, I do watch that, though, because things that are happening currently will be on TripAdvisor, and you want to understand what's currently happening. Now, do you have a, anything on your bucket list, Howard, for travel? Um, not really. I mean, I'm, I'm intrigued by what Kathy talks about, about Africa, and but I still have a, you know, a, mm -hmm. a fear, a you know, trepidation about it. Oh, sure. But I, I would like to experience that. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I'll ever. I don't know if I ever will. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now there are things that you plan and help people with that aren't necessarily adventurous like it, that, right? So much so. Yeah. In fact, you know, domestically, I do want to talk about this because my kids are the ages that they are and don't have a lot of time off of work. We like to do family togetherness because there's nothing like time spent away. Yes. You know, you don't have all the distractions that you have at home. So the last five Christmases, we have done domestic. And we have really, really enjoyed it. So it'll be like four nights. Yeah. Five nights. But it's perfect for the family. Well, I, I had one thing that was a, a bucket list that I did about three years ago. I had never been, when you talk about domestic, uh, to the Grand Canyon. Mm. I had never seen it from the ground. I'd seen it flown over it. And uh, we went to Sedona in Arizona, beautiful. which is beautiful, beautiful country. And it's about an hour and 15-minute drive north of there. And when you walk up to the, with the South Rim and look out over it, if that's not one of the most awe-inspiring sights mm -hmm. that you ever have, then I don't know what could impress you. I mean, it, it takes your breath away. So that, yeah. that, to me, was one thing that I wanted to see. You reminded me of a trip I took with the family. We, we, we went to Arizona, 
And I think I drove, uh, we went to a town called Williams. Oh, sure. And from Williams, we took a train. train. Yes. Uh And the train, I mean, it was an old Western style train. We stayed at a place that was like out of the old West. We did that too. We did that, yeah. (laughs) And on the train, on the way to the Grand Canyon, a voice, there's entertainment, they're playing guitars on the, it's like it's the Old West, and you're, you know, you're smiling, and suddenly, you know, you're playing along with it, and suddenly the voice, the conductor is always, wait a minute, what's that out the side, the left window, Do you know what I'm talking about, Kathy? Yeah. Just to your left, everyone, look to your left right now, and it's, and there are guys on, about six or seven guys, riding beside the train with their guns out. This is a holdup, folks. It's a holdup. Did you, did you go through Were that? Were you too? afraid, though? Yes, I was like, speed this thing up. I told you we should have stayed in a hotel in Phoenix. Your kids were What am afraid, I doing on a Wild West train? You were afraid. It was just the guy making that noise. The horses didn't sound like that. It was me, out of fear. And then they get on the plane, on the train and hold the train up. Right, you know, I want all your wallets. And I'm thinking, this is a joke, right? This is a joke, right? <laughs> right? Does he really want my wallet? Well, uh, I was I was on a train one time in But Europe. that's true, right? But that's you were the a, only one who were petrified. Oh, yes. of course. Sure, so. sure. Everybody else thinks <laughs> All the cool kids show. are like, oh, this is so not true. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes, the little kids are trying to calm me down. I'll get your wallet back, sir. Hey, I bought a Euro Pass, and we were on a train going from Zurich to no Munich to Zurich. Okay, I think. Mm-hmm. And anyway, part of the train went through Austria, and the Euro Pass didn't take, didn't work okay. for that. Mm-hmm. And we were never told that. Right. You talk about right. like your passport, mm-hmm. you know, and, and you know not being um, up to snuff for six months past. So anyway. These guys with, uh, they weren't like conductors on the L here or whatever, or on Metra. They were like with Uzis asking for Austrian mm. money or whatever. The, the right, but they wanted the right money. They wanted more yeah. money yeah. right there. And uh, luckily I had some in my pocket. When did this, I don't know when what did this happen? happen? Uh, I think it was in probably, when did we go to Europe? 2000 with oh, the kids. Okay. This wasn't a locked up abroad story. Well, it was getting that way. <laughs> If I if when I was digging through my pockets for change, I don't know what would happen. Well, I think they, I think they said you would have had to get off the train and get the money. That's frightening. I mean, that is. Well, yeah. that's another thing on my list over here. Do you do you advise folks to get all that money squared away before you go, or do you go to a country and then convert to whatever uh, the needed? Yeah, my my advice to people is that you know we talk about what their spending habits are because a lot of what my people do is paid for in advance. Okay. So you don't have to worry about mm-hmm. that money. But you you have to take taxis, and you're going to go to market, and you're going to mm-hmm. shop at the markets, which only take euro. So I do recommend that you go to your bank and get, you know, how many, 1,000, 1,500, how, however your spending habits are. Yeah. Because you don't want to get to the airport, and who knows what the currency exchange is, and you want to have some money on hand. You can do sure. it at the, at the hotel, but that's gonna you're gonna pay a lot of money to do it at the hotel. So I would be so so much more comfortable the way that you're talking about this. I would rather upfront with my travel advisor have all that stuff worked out. I don't want to get the taxi. I don't know who's a real taxi and who's well, not. You could have a driver, yeah. yeah. Somebody pick you up. But if I know that there's a person to pick me up right. and I know that right. all along the way, even with the tours that I take, I want it to be connected to the folks that I'm traveling with as opposed to show it up. and, and You want to enjoy the experience. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's another thing, too, is that the guides, who are I think are like probably the number one um, people who can make your trip and you know we we pride ourselves on the fact that our guides are extremely good and knowledgeable and some people who are booking online i don't know where their guides are coming from i don't know how vetted they are i don't know if they're certified and maybe some people don't care as much you know and and that's okay but most of my clients really want to get the very best out of the experience and the guide is huge well you know where we'd have our first run in, you and I, in discussion about how to handle it. 
I am a notorious overpacker. <laughs> I'm sorry. I got to have all my stuff with I me. I knew you weren't going to say over-tipper. <laughs> <laughs> no, I am generous in that way. Okay. I, of course I am. Why uh, are guys overpackers? It's really funny. You think it is yeah. more guys? I'm, I'm not. Always guys. I have to I'm have not. my stuff, man. I all of it. Basic. I, uh, no, I, even, <laughs> whether it's overnight or 10 days. Uh, but, but to a degree, that's an issue too, isn't it? I mean, are, are taking too much or taking too little, don't know what's the right amount to travel with. Yeah. I don't want to be overburdened with luggage on a trip. But right. at the same time, I don't want to go somewhere and have to buy stuff because I didn't bring enough. <laughs> I've never had that happen. <laughs> No, I certainly haven't, because I, well, I have every suitcase. That <laughs> I'll borrow yours and neighbors down the street. I will take luggage. All right, so you're going to laugh at this. I own, well, I own, I primarily do carry-on. Woo! Primarily. So do I. And when we were in Africa just a few weeks ago, we had a 33-pound limitation, mm. which is... That rules me out. This much. Yeah. yeah, and you you just don't have a lot. I mean, you don't. You're going on smaller planes, and you just they won't allow it. So we had to pack really light. But what I will say though is that these safari lodges, mm -hmm. they did laundry for us. Okay. So you oh, could yeah. you could get so, things uh -huh. laundered, which is really important. Uh, as you, as you talk to a couple people here that are scared of everything. Uh, I'm not crazy about smaller planes either. Oh, I knew that when I said that. That you know what Howard's going to say this to me now. So, what yeah. would a smaller plane be? How many does it hold? Well, in our that case, is where the, the the pilot is like you know, you know, he's right in front of you, talking to you. He's I don't like it when it's the pilot who has to tell you what to do. Yes, because All right. it's so small. So, in our case, we had 14 people. So the plane was 14 or bigger, which is actually good. So you don't have like a little four-seater. But in, in both cases, we commented, all of us commented in Tanzania. I, I was a little concerned about this because you don't know what you're going to get. The pilots were awesome. Very prof extremely professional, mm -hmm. very knowledgeable, did not talk at all to us. Kept very much on what they were doing. And only when they got off did they laugh and joke with us. But before that, not a thing. That's the way I'd want it. Yeah. Well, I did I not would... want any laughing and joking up there for the pilot. No. Well, I, like, I know you don't. See, I, no, I do. I like seeing them laughing oh, and joking. No. You know why? Because if they're laughing and joking, that means everything's cool. Or they'd be, they'd be really serious and they'd be nervous. That's like, why I always like watch I the flight be. attendants to see if they're laughing yeah. and if they're in a good mood because the pilot's not telling them. We've yeah. got a problem. That's interesting. Is I, I talk about all of this uh, fear of animals that I might have. Mm -hmm. I don't have any of those fears uh, of, of, flying. of flying. Yeah, that For is For some reason, I have overcome that. On a small plane? Yeah. I mean, I, and there are a few occasions where I've been on a very small plane. But um, I ha usually have more confidence mm -hmm, than, mm -hmm. than I would think or you would think, the way that I talk about stuff that I'm scared of. The kind where the engine, cat. the plane that... Yeah, if, 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 that kind, I want to hear a jet. If uh, people are um, feeling relaxed about it or, or seem to be in charge, I'm okay. I'm, I'm, I'm not really that worried about yeah, it. They were, they were very focused, and they were uh -huh. focused the whole time. You know, I know what you're, mean, you're meaning if... They were laughing part of the time and then stopped. All of a sudden, you'd be like, oh, my gosh, is You're something right. wrong? Yes. But the whole time, extremely professional. Huh. The whole well, time. That's, that's good to hear. Very now, good. Now, Kathy, what's on your bucket list? I mean, you've gone to all these places. I mean, I, I can't imagine there's a location or an experience that you haven't had that you still want to see somehow as part of your travel plan. Oh, wow. That, that will never end. The bucket list will never end. You know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. you just keep going with it. And I do know Antarctica. That's really mm -hmm. on my list. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's going to take a lot of uh, cruising maybe in waters that are, you know, somewhat difficult. So I, I have to get my head wrapped around that because mm -hmm. I know that's going to probably be something that will be intimidating to me. Yeah. But I know it's going to be well worth it. And so I just keep trying to push myself through stuff. Um, 
I mean, if you can believe this about me, I'm a very anxious person. Are you? Extremely anxious. Huh. With all of this travel yeah. and yeah. all of these situations, it, isn't it? But anxious. I, but I, I've told my kids this since they were teeny, teeny, tiny. I've told them, you got to face your fears. You just have to face your fears. And so, even though I'm really anxious, every time I go somewhere, I'm facing a fear because, you know, there's there's a lot there's a lot of fear to face when you travel. Now, when you're traveling, are you? The dilemma that I have is that I, I'm not one that takes a lot of pictures personally. I just don't think to do that. I'm one that wants to experience it. Yeah. I want to just, you know, there's a picture that I saw that was telling you know, the Pope was, was making uh, one of his trips in one of the big cities here in the country when the Pope was here last. And everybody in the, you know, rows deep of people to, to look at the Pope as he passes by. And on the first row, everybody's got their camera up, and everybody's got it poised to take the picture. And there's one woman with her arms folded looking at him. And I thought, she is probably going to have the best experience. Right. I mean, she is experiencing it. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, something that I think we, we don't do enough of, where you, where you really, we, we want to record it so much. And I think that's important. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But... Learning to, you almost have to teach people again to experience things more as opposed to trying to capture it to look at later. But you're not going to know how it felt because you're so busy recording it, you're not really living through it. That's a really good point. But I will say that so when our people go on these experiences, I put together a book of photos. And it's funny when I do this, I enjoy doing it probably more than they enjoy even getting it because I see photos that I totally forgot that we did this stuff. Uh-huh. If you didn't have the photo, yeah. you would have something in your up here, but it would not ever come down to the point where you revisited and rethought about what you experienced. So, And I'm always glad there's someone there who's captured. Right, you it. need somebody. You do. But I tend to not be that person because I'm, I get... I know what you're saying. Yeah, you can you can miss what I'm going through. What you're actually there to see if you take too many. But I I like take pictures. But I mean I'm not buried in my phone, you know, the entire time. I like to you know capture yeah. the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, Kathy, we're gonna we're gonna wrap things up. I'm gonna ask you one one question. Uh, you're an international travel specialist. What would be like a starter trip that you would if no, somebody had never yeah. been to Europe or mm-hmm. been mm-hmm. been abroad? Uh, what would be a trip you would start somebody out on, you would recommend? Well, of course, according to their interests, but not knowing interests, yeah. I would say Italy. Italy is such a crowd pleaser yeah. for yeah. people. They're, they love Americans. They speak a lot of English. It's easy to navigate. There's a train system that's amazing. So you can get from Rome to Florence to Venice down to the Amalfi Coast mm via train, via rail, sure, and it's really easy. And they have a lot of non-stops into Rome and out of Rome, like from Chicago, so you don't have to take two or three connections to get there. You know what I think would be fun, just for the heck of it? You write down, you, you said that part of what helps you decide where, helps folks decide where they want to go is mm-hmm. putting down characteristics that they have, like what do they like and oh, what do sure. they dislike. Mm-hmm. If Howard did that, your wife did that, I did that. My wife did that. Not knowing what would be right for us as a location, I have a feeling we'd probably be going to four different places. <laughs> you know, that would be very My, interesting to put you yeah. into one account, the four of you. Yeah, it would. And just kind of analyze where it I'd is. I'd love to know because a lot of times yeah. I like the, the thought of traveling. I want to do more of it, but I don't. Sometimes I'm so undecided and I don't know where. You know, you may end up telling me, you know, Steve, going to the Jewel. And in your backyard seems to be about it. There's more for you, I think. But no, that's what I would do is sit down and say, I think from what I'm seeing here, here's several trips you all might enjoy together. I I love the idea of that. It's it's almost getting back to your whole psychology angle. You know, it it has something to do with just the makeup of the person. The things that you like. What's best for you. Kathy, where can people get a hold of you? Well, the best way to get in touch with me is, first of all, go to my website, uh, kmorantravel.com. You know, look at me. There's photos of me in the different places I've been. If you see what you like, um, my email, kmorantravel at Mm gmail.com, or my phone, 
uh, which is on my website. Mm-hmm. I'm happy to you know talk and discuss. And in fact, I'm meeting with some people um, about a group trip. So I, I go out and I meet you and we talk further. Terrific. Well, I really enjoyed this. Oh, I, I did too. I, I yeah, thank I'm you for inviting you me. Thank you. We had a good time. We did. And uh, so I, I'm, as an aside, yes. I'm going off to plan with Kathy where our 20-year uh, Back to You reunion will be. Okay. So, okay. Uh, I know some destination that will be exotic and away from here. Yes. And, uh, we'll, well, have we'll, fun. We'll let you know. Have fun. We, okay. <laughs> so I think Howard's not coming. I don't know. Oh, uh, boy. We'll persuade him. Yeah, you'll talk me into it. Kathy, thank you very much. Thank you, Howard. Really Thanks, enjoyed Steve. it. Steve. It thank was you. great. Thank enjoyed you. it. We'll be right back on Back to You. This is Minutia Men with Rick and Dave. On this week's Minutia Men with Rick and Dave. Tweezers in your penis. My iPhone made me gay. Airline baby alerts. My brush with Marshall Crenshaw. And we interview Catherine John, Chicago radio legend. All that in unlimited tangents on this week's Minutia Men. The Tony Lasano Podcast, an OPI production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Radiomisfits.com. Steve, that was fun. Does it give you the travel boat? Travel bug? Sure, it does. And, and uh, I'm, I'm not as fearful as I may have come here feeling about travel and adventure and taking risks with some of these things. Yeah, I'm still They're not, not as risky as the, I thought they would be. I'm not uh, still that crazy about being, you know, five feet away from a lion that is not at Brookfield Zoo. But, uh, <laughs> you know, and, you know, I, t- I told a story earlier about uh, the tiger and, uh, and Roy in the Siegfried Roy story. Yeah. Um, it actually, uh, Roy had a stroke and they, they said that the tiger grabbed him and was pulling him off stage and actually to save him. And it w- was not an attack. Protecting him. Yes. Is what the, yes. Now I, because they were so close. Did I ever tell you about my Siegfried and Roy experience? No. I mean, I just went, I, I think I saw Siegfried and Roy at least a half dozen uh-huh. times. And on one of those occasions, I sat so close that at the end of the show, I shook uh, Siegfried's hand as they were walking by, saying goodbye to everybody. And I noticed then, ooh, these animals are sort of close, first yes. of all. Yes. And they're paying very little attention to them in a fearful way. I mean, they were, uh-huh. you know, they're strutting around and they're, I think there's some show girls on the stage at the same time at the finale. Yeah. And the animals are right up on you. And I'm thinking, man, who's in control? I didn't get a sense. They are so controlled that it looks like nobody's controlling them. Yeah, and I, I think if they're fed, then everything's cool. That's why I got a little nervous with Kathy, is that if that lion that isn't interested in you if it's mealtime. Well, and like that, you know, that Siegfried and Roy incident, if, if you're so close like we were and this animal thinks something is about to happen, yes. that yeah. you're causing something to happen. And, you that know, you're going after Roy. Sure, he's going to start to be protected. Yeah, exactly. Well, I, th- I thought it was fascinating, though. And I did, she too. She said, we look, <laughs> we look good for our age. That was, <laughs> that was really good. It reminds me of... Uh, Line my father-in-law used to use <laughs> yes. late in his life, and I, I'd ask him, um, "How you doing, anyway?" And he'd say, "Well, I'm in pretty good shape for the shape I'm in." <laughs> that's right. <laughs> and and that's oh, you don't line. know the shape I'm in. Yes, that's uh, exactly yeah. right. So I don't feel. Uh, I'm. I'm always feeling like I'm a bit delusional about looks and appearance, but well, uh, we've for, talked for about all, being delusional for folks as old as you are. I think you do look <laughs> incredibly good. <laughs> Thank you. In your I'm, in your pink shirt with a pink, pink tie and blue tie, yes. man, that's awful sporty. Yeah. I look good today. That's but, at least I think I do. But for we, my age, we've also learned <laughs> that you could not go on a safari like that because they would the animals would be the lions don't like pink. They don't. No, they're they not don't. distracted they by men in ties walking around with headphones on. All right. Well, that's going to bring this to a close. I enjoyed it. I really had a good time. I, I can't believe it was over already. Yeah, it is. Well, I don't know that it is. Are you finished? <laughs> finished or, or done? <laughs> there are, there's a difference there. We'll get into one of these shows. Uh, special thanks to our chief engineer, who is Sam Greenberg. Greenberg. And our executive producer is... I'm not, I always drag you into yeah, it. Tony Lasano. Yes. Distributed by Ed Everything's Silha a test with of you. RadioMisfits.com and 
opishows.com. So we had a lot of fun. This is back to you, Howard and Steve, and we will see you next time, we I think, right, Steve? We certainly will if I'm not out on a safari somewhere. Yes. All right. Take care. Goodbye. The proceeding was a presentation of Opie Productions. Find our other great shows wherever you find podcasts, including opishows.com. Thank you. This has been a presentation of Old Pie Productions. Tony, can you shut up? Lasano and Friends. I do this podcast. Really? Yeah, you should listen to it. What's it called? Well, Lasano and Friends. Lasano and Friends or Lasano and Friends? No, it's Lasano. It's totally different. Oh, yeah. Go yeah. crap. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. It'd be nice if Tony were actually here today for this uh, promo we're doing. No, I think a promo stands on its own better when the star of the show is not in it whatsoever. Wow. Are we friends with each other or just Tony? I'm friends on Facebook. Yeah, we're hey, friends hey, on hey, Facebook. Hey, quite, quite, quite. Well, yeah. Lasano and Friends. Great talk radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place. So is this really a promo? How long are we going? <laughs> Radiomisfits.com. Is this over? Yes.